Welcome to the history of the band Six Shooter, as remembered by Dave Jackson. Just a reminder, this podcast is best consumed by starting at the first episode and listening to the present. You can subscribe in Apple Podcasts, or if you're using another app, sort your episodes, download them all, and sort them oldest to newest. For more information, visit historyofsixshooter.com. Today, we're up to January 17th. In the previous episode, we had Dan and Beth audition, and on January 17th, we got John's opinion. John remains level-headed while Dave and Kevin are ready to jump in head first. John did have a good time. However, John also points out the true test for Dan and Beth will be next Tuesday when the duo has a chance to learn some of the material. The band agrees. January 20th, Dave does preliminary work on the demo tape. Dave uses the magic drummer to match the tempo of Pickup Man anymore and fast as you. These click tracks will later have each person's part added to them. Eventually, the drum part will be erased by whoever is playing the drums. January 25th, Beth has an anxiety attack. Convinced that she has to know every one of the first five songs note for note, Beth is close to having a heart attack. She announces at the beginning of the practice that she didn't have much time to practice and not to expect too much. And after playing one song, she announces that, look, I'm, I'm just not ready for this. And I, I don't know, I'm just over my head. Somewhere in there, she almost quit. Somewhere in there, she kind of ended up in limbo. Dan did not have the tape during the week, so he didn't improve much. And John was sure to point out any variance in meter. The practice was tape, but it sounds horrible due to the tape deck it was recorded on. Listen to the tape, there was some meter problems, but we should wait till Dan has a chance to actually learn the songs. Dave premieres a new effect setup. It has all of his guitar effects in one box. Dave spends much of the practice tweaking his tone. He needs to sell his old effects to justify buying this new setup. The band will continue on trying to learn a few songs every week. This practice was missing a tape as a reference, which will be remedied by next week. And we need to make the practices very productive. I'm not sure anyone is sure exactly what best status is. There's quite an amount of things that are up in the air at the moment. January 30th. Dan improves while Beth? The group meets again. They go through the usual set. Dan's meter has improved drastically. It's obvious he's had a chance to listen to the songs. He even picks up the intro to Mercury Blues. As obvious as it is that Dan is into it, Beth seems bored. This is not such a, a negative thing. It's just that she has a lot of things going on with the wedding coming up. She again announces that she is not committed to the project. She also states that if we want to bring in another keyboardist, she would not be offended. The band leaves it at that. The plan is to see if her decision changes Dan's position and hopefully get his full commitment next week. It was a very positive practice. Even though we did a lot of screwing around with tunes, the practice was actually over by nine o'clock. February 5th. Who didn't see this coming? Beth calls Kevin and lets him know that she needs to talk to him before the next practice. This added with last week's comment of, we need to talk a few things over. 
leads Dave to think they were both leaving the group. Later that day, when Dave sat down to talk to Beth, she informed him that he was right. Between getting married, working long hours, an hour drive home after practice led to Beth and Dan deciding to bow out of the project. Beth apologized, and then she apologized again. And when she was finished with that, she apologized. Dave explained that there were no hard feelings. Honesty is always appreciated. She did say that Dan was disappointed since her bluegrass music was not challenging as our country style. At any rate, there was no use crying over spilled milk, and it was time to come up with a plan. February 6th, coming up with a plan. The band puts down their instruments for a practice and focuses on how are we going to select our next drummer. After hours of brainstorming, an idea of having all prospects come on the same evening, kind of a cattle call of drummers, and judge them accordingly. It's more of a business approach, but it may create a clearer picture of what we want. We decide to use the mini merchant instead of the Canton repository. Now, back in 1996, kids, there were these things called newspapers. Dave will also make some flyers to place in local music stores. Back in 1996, there were actual local music stores. February 9th, Mark expresses an interest. A guy from the warehouse where Dave, John, and Kevin work happens to stop Dave in the hall and says, Hey, I hear you have a studio. Dave explains that, yes, he does. Mark plays the drums. He says he listens to all types of music and he didn't seem thrilled with the idea of playing country, but did say he'd like to come over and hear us. At this point, what the fuck? February 15th, Mark's A for Attitude performance. Mark comes over for a special Thursday practice. Mark's attitude is awesome. He's very eager to learn and really, really, really wants to play out. He has listened to country music for years, a few years ago, and he thinks, eh, I'll give it a try. His meter is rock solid. He's been playing for about a year and a half. His philosophy is less is more. This is great as Jesse's philosophy was always more is not enough. What? You mean there's no double bass in <laughs> Clint Black? Garth Brook uses a double bass. No, no, he doesn't. Unfortunately, the band feels, after hearing Mark play, that he needs a little more time on the vine. He's a good drummer, but he needs a little more confidence in his playing to add that certain polish. The whole process has left the band a little bummed. We were all hoping that he would be what we were looking for. Now we are looking at a future filled with zero prospects. The only bite we received from the ad placed in the Canton repository was from a guitar player. Hello, we have a guitar player. The whole depressing saga has Dave secretly wondering if we may live to regret firing Jesse. In the next episode, the drummer we've been looking for. Subscribe to the podcast for free at our website, historyofsixshooter.com. <laughs>